listening to this podcast right now. Do you want to hear a fucking podcast about anything and everything? Yeah. Like movies, oh my music, God. television, and more? Oh my God. Well, you've come to the right place. Yes. Subscribe to Journey into Comics Network, and you get Podcastrophe, oh hosted God. by me, yes. Dick. Why not throw a couple bucks to the Patreon? It's your yes. choice. Yeah. This is a Podcastrophe. That sounds so awesome. The following, following. the following is a journey into comics. 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 Network. 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 Production. Production. Mmm. This is a tasty burger. You ever tried shawarma? Huh? There's a shawarma joint about two blocks from here. I don't know what it is, but I want to try it. Do you want some uh, coffee, Mr. Tully? Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. We elves try to stick to the four main food groups. Candy, candy canes, candy corns, and syrup. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice candy. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to Foodies Watching Movies. It's season three, episode 23. I am your host, Nate. Today joining me... As always, co-host, co-creator of Foodies Watching Movies. You guys know her and love her. Welcome back once again, Miss Veronica. <laughs> What's up? How's it going? Oh, not too bad. How you doing? I'm doing really well. Also joining us today. Welcome back on the podcast yet again for the 22nd of 23 times in a row. Miss mm. Sarah, how's it going? 22? Yeah, you've done all but one episode this season. Oh. Or maybe all but two. Hooray. (laughs) You did it. Pretty damn good for somebody who initially didn't want to do it. You weren't necessarily certain that you were (laughs) going to be a fan of this. I'm I'm glad you got into it, you know? But you know what's crazy? I need to mention this before we go much further because today in the podcasting world, very special celebration. Mm. Today is the two-year anniversary of Journey into Comics Network. Woohoo! So, Aww. here we are. We've made it two years. We are moving on. This is one of the flagship shows of the network. I mean, yeah. it was right alongside the other shows right in the very beginning, and mm-hmm. here we are. But here uh, we are. What we've are we arrived. Do- what are we doing today? Well, we're talking uh, some food and movies. We've <laughs> been eating a lot of food, and we've seen some good movies lately. Yeah, I would say we've seen a lot of decent films lately. We've had some food adventures. We've had some bad luck with food. Yeah, yeah. We've tried all of something the above. crazy that I can't believe we tried mm. that we'll be discussing at some point today. <laughs> what the actual F word? Yeah, that was an interesting food adventure. Maybe we should just jump right into it. Food sure. adventures. Because yeah. that's what mostly we've been doing lately is adventures in food. Yeah, let's talk about it. Where do you want to go in our food adventures? Should we start with the giant ridiculousness that was uh, our Chicago adventure? Sure. Why not? All right. Well, Sarah, it was your sister's birthday. Was that mm. last weekend? Maybe. No. Two I've weekends ago. It was two entirely. weekends ago. And so, yeah, you're right, you're right. So two weekends ago, we went to Chicago to hang out with Sandy for her birthday, because she turned 30, and we ended up Woo-hoo. meeting up at a place called Poke Burrito. Yeah, <laughs> we did. Yeah, we never uh, really venture into Chicago to eat. No. We also ventured right the fuck past the place. <laughs> Whoosh. It was so awkward. And that's one of the reasons why we never ventured to Chicago to eat. It's well, really we hard to find s- places yeah. and parking. And it's like a hot fucking mess driving up there. Oh, well, yeah. We were in the South Loop. What'd you expect? Yeah. Like... And they were like all prepping for Lollapalooza and everything was all a mess. Oh, and it was a weird. What What the hell was next door? What oh, yeah. was that? So we missed, we're walking down the the sidewalk there trying to find this, burri- you know, sushi burrito yeah, place. We're following our GPS like a normal 2019 human being. <laughs> yeah. Right? And there's like this massive, massive line. I think it and, was like a sh- sh- shoe designer or something. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because after we left uh, the sushi place, like I overheard some people that were still in line because I saw a sign on the door that said, uh, please 
wait for a appointment to like you had to like make an appointment to go in and then they like would see a few people at a time hmm. and i think it was like a designer signing or something Whoa. well it was not for us no 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 it, was, it looked pretty tough <laughs> they were all mean mugging us a little like punk yeah. people like walking and we walked past the burrito place because the line was covering the door yeah we couldn't totally. even see the people sign for the burrito crowding. place yeah we had to like uh, squeeze our way through, and we finally made it into this nice little burrito place. And I gotta say, it was a uh, worthy uh, misadventuring. Yeah, man, it was not what I think you expect from a restaurant like that. Like you hear, you're gonna have this new kind of food because it is kind of the millennial, we were, yeah, millennial we were thing. Being very 2019 that day. But, like, it was just interesting because it wasn't like you sat down, somebody came to the table, took each of our orders individually, decided what we want. You grabbed a little card, which I have our cards, because I'm a nerd like that, mm-hmm. and you fill it out what you want, kind of like, um, what is that, like, uh, Penn Station, right, does that? Something no. like that. Where's the place that we go that does something like that? They have it on the bag. You fill out all this shit on the bag, what five you want. guys? No. no, there's something I know what you're talking about. It was Witch Witch. Oh, oh I didn't go did there. How did you even remember that? Because it was not very good. No, it was, it was not very. Weird. It was very not. No, it's probably why. I and it was convoluted. Yeah. The whole ordering system was just literally. You pick up a bag. The bags are different sizes, so d- that denotes like what size your bread is going to end up being. You know, oh my so, God, how annoying. Oh yeah, you had to like be on to know even how to order your own shit, and it's like just how do you dumb. not know what you want on your sandwich? I don't know. It was like a twelve-year-old designed it. I love that we just got another John Panette reference on foodies two weeks in a row. That's excellent. Mm. Um, Maybe we shouldn't try to incorporate one every episode. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Sneak them in. <laughs> I, I, you can't really sneak that one in. Nobody yeah, saw that. Just I just the jumping at stomp. Yeah, it was kind of dumb in retrospect. Anyway, what were we talking about? We were talking about this poke burrito. Oh, yeah, sushi burritos, so guys. We had to wait for Sandy. She finally got there. She was a few minutes behind us. She also passed up the place because <laughs> yeah, their people were blocking the door. Yeah. <laughs> so she's like, oh, yeah, I couldn't find the place. <laughs> and we're like, we, I remember we were like looking on the GPS, like complete tourist mode because we we're just like, this place should have been like right yeah, here. It was yeah, real dumb. Where the fuck is this place? <laughs> we turned around it was dorky uh but so sandy finally gets there we grab our cards we all fill out what we want we walk up to the register and hand it to them and yeah. then they just like kind of hey they kind of just like half-assedly say your name because like i didn't even hear her say my name it was just like hey you i don't know? think they spoke very much english well whatever I mean, they spoke english let but... it be what it be but it was just like i didn't really hear her vocalize my name and i just like looked and there was a tray up there and i was like what's that and like kind of shimmied up to it <laughs> like you know took a little peek see at the card and it said nate and i was like it's mine oh i get the first one holy cow and these monstrosities were gigantic what the fuck so like how many pieces of sushi do you actually think would be in the sushi burritos we ate 30 i think it's like a 30 no pounds. no 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 no, probably like twelve. I was gonna say twelve, 12? as well. Yeah, really? that I was felt... like, I felt as full as if I got like two rolls. Yeah, you know? I felt like two I large felt ones would feel after I ate like the lobster, the big like lobster specialty, roll. two special. Well, I like... guess I felt sick, and I, when you know, I was comparing it to like the dragon roll, which has like twelve pieces usually naturally. Yeah. So I think it was like double that at least. So I felt like tw- more like twenty four. It was. I mean, it was. It was a burrito as big as your head, but it was sushi. It was crazy. It was massive, yeah. massive burritos made out of sushi. And goddamn, if it was not so good. It was well, so good. It was unbelievable. And one thing I really loved is the fact that you got to decide what you wanted in it That was beautiful to me because I'm really picky. I'm especially picky about sushi because we live in the Midwest, you know, so it's hard to find good sushi around here. And... uh I also don't particularly like raw fish, so I'm really picky about what I do want in it. Mm-hmm. And this place was like tailor-made for me. It was perfect. And what I also enjoyed about it is that you had your choice between getting the nori, like the seaweed wrap, or getting the soy wrap, which what? is what I got. And that was way fucking better. I think you were the only person on the whole table that got the soy wrap. I was. And yeah. you were like, seriously, it's really fucking good. You tried it. It was good. Yeah, it was. It. it was really good. You got a lot of interesting stuff in yours. So like I said, there's a, there's certain things that you have like a limit on. You could have done this as a bowl or you do it as a burrito, but it was like, 
why do it as a bowl if you're going for the burrito experience? Right. right. But in the second time we go there, it's going to be all about the bowl Next experience. Next time we go there, I am going to do the bowl just because the burrito was unbelievably large. I liked, like, it, when I'm eating it, I kind of wanted to be able to have a bite of all of the shit at once, but they were so big, I could only eat certain areas of it at a time. Yeah, like, they yeah. need to toss it all it was, together, all your ingredients together before they put it into your burrito. That yeah. would have been nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it was like compartmentalized like sushi is. Right, which I can appreciate that, but they also car- like compartmentalized the sauce that I wanted oh, on it. So only one section good. had sauce, like the unagi sauce. Oh, and that's like, the good stuff. Yeah, like I wanted it on all of my fucking sushi, you know? You wanted to mm-hmm. enjoy it across the board, yes. Yeah, yeah it would have made it outstanding. So you did, you got the soy paper. Mm-hmm. You got sweet onion, sweet corn, and avocado as your ingredients. It was cool because the, at least for the... Um, vegetable-based ingredients, there was no limit, or fruit-based ingredients, there were no limit. You could have got every single thing on their menu Right, you could one. fill that sucker with whatever you want. Okay, mm-hmm. and then you have th- sauces. They tell you not to do more than three. You only did one with the unagi sauce, but like you said, it was kind of weak and didn't go Next through the whole I thing. I would do three. Yeah, you would maybe unagi, mm-hmm. two, three. You ask for extra. You know, extra yeah, unagi. I would extra, ask for um, extra. You got, for your protein crab salad, you could choose up to any three, but then after three, it costs another dollar. So that's actually a really great deal, too. Mm-hmm. You're getting three different proteins. We'll talk about what I decided to do in a minute. Uh, you finished it with the tempura crunch and crunch onion. Mm-hmm. And you were ultimately satisfied with this, I say. There's also corn in mine. Yeah, I said that. Sweet Did you corn. Say corn. Yeah, sweet yeah. onion, sweet corn, avocado. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, mine was delicious. I loved it. I would get the same thing again, but I would get it in a bowl. Sarah, do you want to talk about yours? I I, th- I agree. I think the bowl is the way to go because I can't. Re- I don't remember which one you ordered. And what was nice is that you could get a small, medium, or large of the bowl. So if you're not like super feeling a gigantic sushi burrito, you can get like a normal size portion. Yeah, <laughs> should be like the equivalent of probably like four rolls. Yeah, and another thing that's really nice about this too is you know with the burrito, I felt less inclined. Like I didn't want to take it home because I just didn't think it was going to survive the trip. You know, it was going to get right. So we ate gross. all of it. <laughs> but I think with the bowl, I think you would just be able to put a lid on it and be golden. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if you don't finish it all, you can take it home. Sarah had this ingenious idea that was inspired by the later part of our day in Chicago when we went to some stores and stuff. And we saw this amazing cooler that was like from like, it's supposed to be like an vintage 80s inspired, like with the teal blue, you know, and the white handle and it was perfect, and I really want it, and it was it's only tiny. like 10 bucks. But that would be nice to start taking with us on trips like that, a little cooler. And then if we ever decide we want to take leftover sushi home from the city. It's not going to get warm and gross. Right, we just have to keep a little ice pack in the cooler some shit. Yeah. That's grown-up thinking for you. I probably still would have eaten it. Yeah, well. Honestly. Mm. But, uh. Hey, you know what I just realized is still out in the truck? <laughs> Speaking of uh, Nate not eating leftovers. Oh, hey, Sarah, what's still out in the truck? I don't know. Where did we eat last weekend after our show? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) It was really hot outside today. Our delicious waffles from Waffle House. They've just been baking in the truck with bacon. I didn't even remember that. Bacon with bacon. Me neither. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Whoopsie. We'll have to... uh, that's a Deal with I that another day. Let's talk about my sushi burrito. Please do, yeah. Yes, please. I was going to ask you. How about that? What did I get? What oh, did I got you this get? Thing. I got uh, the veggie mix. I got a uh, whatever, one of, the, one of the ones on the menu. It's like a preloaded one. Yeah, yeah, one of the ones they made up. And it had these things in it. Organic tofu, avocado, cucumber, Oshinko, I don't know what that is. Edamame, carrot, sweet corn, seaweed salad, sweet onion, green onion, crunch onion, ginger, sesame seed, and house poke sauce. Ooh. That's a lot of shit. Yeah. That's why I wanted it. I was like, oh, there's just like a ton of like crazy things in it. And it was excellent. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah. You ate pretty much all of yours as well, huh? I ate all of it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was too good to not eat the whole thing. It was ridiculously good. And honestly, like, it felt really nice afterwards. We went for a walk through the city, you know, and went to some stores and did some window shopping and whatnot. And that meal was just, like, the perfect fuel for walking around Chicago. Yeah, absolutely. It was a nice night. Yeah, I Mm realized you didn't get any rice in yours. Yeah, I did. You did? I didn't see it marked my fault. You got? Did you get regular or brown rice? Regular. Oh, because it says right. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, burrito, white rice only. Mm-hmm. My bad, Mine my bad. Mine came with white rice. So, see, if you were to decide to go the bowl route, you could have went with brown rice if you were feeling it more. True that. Or mixed green. I really like jasmine rice. What is mixed green? Like vegetable, like yeah. salad, like mixed oh. greens. Instead of a starch, you'd get mm-hmm. like Oh, like salad. an actual salad. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. People actually like Fucking salad. You know, and I'm not I, one of those I mean people. But I, don't, well, I, mean, I don't mind salad. I don't se. like salad unless it's Olive Garden salad. Oh, and it's accompanied by giant baskets of breadsticks with Alfredo sauce. That's just like wet lettuce, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, like, lettuce is just like, fucking tangy crunchy wet water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that's true. I like salad. You guys know I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like some salads. Like I like the spinach salad with the poppy seed dressing and strawberries in it and feta cheese. Mm. That's a a go-to salad of mine that I like. And then I also like this other salad that has like um, apples, feta cheese, uh, an uh, apple-based vinaigrette, like cinnamon vinaigrette. Uh Interesting. And maybe some pears in it in the spring mix. That's really yummy. I see. Before we get too far down the road of salads, because it's interesting. I was just thinking about salads in my head. And does taco salad count? Not as a salad. Damn it. (laughs) Man. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different things that are considered salads, like Mm -hmm. jello salads and chicken salad and egg salad. Macaroni salad. Potato salad and ambrosia salad. Ham salad. Ew, why are we talking about salads? I'm getting grossed out. I can think about are those like seventies cookbooks. Yeah, have everything like suspended Ew. in gelatin. Oh, yeah. I have some of those books. Yeah. Oh, there's <laughs> some in this house. Okay, well, I'm gonna reel it back in and come back to the poke burrito because I didn't reveal mine. Okay, go ahead. Got a dollar, almost got you. Okay, anyways, I did the build your own as well. I did seaweed paper with white rice. I got cucumbers, mandarin, orange, and avocado. For some reason, I stuck with only three. In retrospect, I'm like, why didn't I also go pineapple and sweet corn? It would have been amazing. Mm. But oh well. Say la vie. Oh, shit. Pineapple and mandarin and corn and crab salad. Totally. Holy mm. shit. Next level. And ginger. It's That's almost like. Next time. Yeah, I'm telling you. I got three sauces, though. I got the spicy aioli, which is a spicy sriracha blend into a creamy mayonnaise, creamy mm. spice. Uh, the volcano sauce. Oh, I only got two, not three. I was going to get the sweet chili as well, and I decided against it. But I also got the volcano sauce, which was a sweet and spicy teriyaki-flavored sauce. Mm. Um, and then I, I decided to go for all three proteins. I got naked tuna, spicy tuna, and crab salad. Delicious. Mm. And then I went with the tempura crunch, because tempura is life. Nice. And it was... Everything I've ever wanted in sushi and more. And I just like, every bite was just like, yes, oh, give it to me. I really liked all the crunchy aspects that I had in my sushi burrito. Like the the crispy onion. And the onion. That Mm. was so good. It was like crispy French fried onions, you know, Mm. like on a green bean casserole. It was so good. Yeah. For the win, I'd get that anytime. Yeah. I wish a place like this would open up closer to us because it would do well, I think. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It'd be niche enough, you know? Yeah, there's not a lot of uh, diverse restaurants around here. Nope. Lots of hamburger joints and uh, fast food. Too much fast food. We've been having lots of fast food. Mm-hmm. Too much. And DoorDash adventures. And gas station misadventures. Did you know that DoorDash totally just like disregarded a whole order of mine? Yeah, I think you were telling me about that, weren't you? What happened? Okay, so Sarah was teaching her lesson, and then afterwards we were getting some food, and we ordered on DoorDash. And she ordered, she's like, we're going to have Rosati's. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. I like pizza. Rosati's is, I've heard pretty good. I think I've had Rosati's before. I think we've had Rosati's before together. 
at least once the one in St. John. Yeah, yeah. I've had like the buy the slice to go mm-hmm. from Rosati's. Exactly. Well, I'm looking on their menu. Wasn't my favorite. Well, I'm looking on their menu, though, and I noticed that they have this bomb-ass sandwich. It's like an Italian sandwich, but it's like with the works plus and then some, you know? And I was like, oh, it's got like three different cheeses, and I was just like watering at the mouth seeing it. Like, I absolutely want to eat that, so I order it. Food arrives after like, what, 45 or 50 minutes. There's only four items of the five items in the bag. My item's not even on the receipt. They just straight up deleted it. Mm-hmm. So Sarah had to call like like the badass that she is and get this shit settled. Sharon. And uh, <laughs> what happened? I don't even remember how this all played out. Uh, I got real mad. Well, I called him. Well, yeah, clearly. And <laughs> but I mean, I what? How did I, uh, how did my order get erased? They don't know. Oh, like the manager uh, was very nice. I was very upset but then i was i was reasonable i was reasonable but yeah i don't know they don't know doordash is stupid we've been having a lot happens. of problems with doordash yeah it's I, hit or but miss it was just super weird because like i put it in the cart and then why would i not just why would i not order you food? no totally i, I didn't assume you <laughs> and didn't when order i sent it off when you send a thing off in doordash uh it, it tells you how many items like as it's sending like the thing off to the restaurant or whatever and uh yeah it was on there it said it, and then it, it just was took itemized it off. yeah and the lady did uh, you pay for that no no it took the it took it off of the total as well, well. and here's That's what crazy. i think we yeah. came to learn there are several uh, different rosati's yeah they have a different menu all but one location have a different menu yeah and the location you ordered from was the one that has a different menu no yeah. they were the one that did, that had the regular menu but the different menu is on the DoorDash. oh yeah. so it's fucking them up every time people order that sub they're just like why am i not getting my sub right. so i'm sitting here for almost two hours now without food this lady, general manager of the store or whatever, personally delivered me hot wings. And free Damn. cheese curds that were outstanding. I had oh, a hard yeah. time not eating the entire order of them. And I shouldn't have like more than like three of them. <laughs> and I ate like three handfuls of them. They were ridiculous. Nice. I haven't tried those yet. That oh, sounds man. good. She said they were new. She offered me a free app. Nice. And I very... Happily accepted free cheese curds. <laughs> well, yeah, because DoorDash is a pain in the ass sometimes. Like, yeah, and then we ranted together. Well, you know what's DoorDash. awesome? <laughs> that lady told me at the door, she was like, hey, you guys are only three-tenths of the mile off of our map. Call in and place the order. Anytime we'll deliver to you. And I was well, like, nice. wicked. She's probably like, I don't want to F with DoorDash anymore. Exactly her right. thought. Yep, exactly where her brain was. Uh, I'm trying to think of uh, some other you know misadventures we've had in food or. Well, we had a positive things. adventure in food today. I made some pizza bread myself. Bow. Oh yeah, that was Bow. good. <laughs> it was so good. Oh man. Mm-hmm. I had some French baguettes, like some mini demi baguettes or whatever, mm-hmm. and I sliced them open, and I was like channeling my inner <laughs> former line cook experience, mm-hmm. and uh, made some delicious tomato bread that bread was so decadent you just bite in and it was crunchy and then fluffy and oh i was just having a joy it was good bread it was from meyer Mm -hmm. of all places it was a meyer brand and it was really tasty yeah i put like uh some fresh basil on it and sliced up some tomatoes and i used i didn't have any mozzarella so i used monterey cheese and uh i used some of that really good shaved parmesan oh the 14 month aged parmesan yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it was really good and then some uh pepper like uh, black and white peppercorns and garlic salt it was oh be stole my heart it was so delicious and tasty and i actually i didn't feel like melting butter because i was really lazy so i just got the mayonnaise out and i i buttered them with mayo before i took brilliant yeah. It's a super smart hack. It was yeah. really good. I've never made them with mayo before, but that's it was a, yummy. That's how I did the BLT dog. Yeah. That was the secret to getting the mayo in there and the flavor without in it being. In the bun. Yep. I remember that. It was a good hot dog. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll make it again. Mm-hmm. We haven't had hot dogs in a while. Yeah. Now we can't have BLTs. Yeah, we can. 
Let's talk about this debate on the podcast. I don't know. I think uh, I, th- I don't. Th- I don't think I can feel good about eating pork anymore. Mm-hmm. Now that I uh, have a potbelly pig living at my abode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you did order bacon at the Waffle House. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Calling me out. Yeah, Rude. you know what? I felt really awful when i ate it well you didn't eat all of it you only had like a bite because i felt so bad about it i was like i can't eat all of it i don't i can't do it that's i mean listen it's making me feel sad i love animals kevin my pig i have a pig at my house named kevin kevin bacon and he's (laughs) just so wonderful and like the best pet i was really not happy about this pig when he made his arrival but he's grown on me and he, uh, I like feeding him watermelon, and it makes me feel better about my life. <laughs> it is pretty funny. He's pretty therapeutic. He's a therapy pig. He's a rough lover, though. He attacked me with love. Do you remember yeah. that? That was so funny. He was funny. Like, jumping up on my knee a bunch, and then he like yeah. kept like boinking his he does snot, that. snout into my leg like really hard. I'm like, I was wow, sitting on the floor. Me. Yeah, yeah. He oh. like gives you little love bites. Trying to bite hilarious. my fucking toes off. He's hilarious. Nah, he's mellowing out. He was just—he just gets really excited. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he's a pig. After he likes all. to lay down and let me scratch his belly and his chin. He enjoys that, and I like that about him. So I'll keep him around for a while and not eat bacon. Whatever, it's small sacrifice. I love Kevin. I like Kevin, but I love bacon. <laughs> yeah, I love so. Kevin now. So whatever. <laughs> Listen. Fuck bacon. No, never. Uh, when Kevin's no longer in my life, I'll reconsider. I don't know. It's not like you're gonna eat him. No, like it's just it doesn't it just doesn't taste good to me. Like I have to like pet this little piggy and like love him and take care of him and feed him watermelon for Christ's sake. And he has such like human eyes and he's just looking at me like, oh hey, what's up? Pet me. I'll be like, okay, here. I think I <laughs> take my love, man. I think I disassociate <laughs> a little bit because he's a he's not a regular pig. You have a goth piggy. Yeah, he's all yeah. black. He he's a he's a little black piggy. So I don't I don't associate him with like the bacon. I only associate the pink pig with well, the bacon. If you so. like, like if Kevin is laying down and you're just petting his little belly and you see, like his legs and you he lets you like touch his feet and like rub on him and stuff. It's like how could you? No, no, I I, I don't want to. I don't want to eat bacon. Like I said, mm. I love cows, but they still are tasty as fuck. Well, I don't have a pet cow, so I'm going to eat a, a steak if I want that to. That is true. That is Whatever. true. <laughs> that is true. I don't have a cow named Kevin. I have a piggy named Kevin, so I I'm not going to meet bacon. any cows. No, I, like I don't want to meet cows. No. <gasps> See, that seems like a bad decision to make. Yeah, no more pets. Um, <sighs> no more pets. You didn't even, listen, we only talked about your bread. We haven't even talked about dinner yet. Yeah, I needed some comfort food, so oh, I made my, my company's coming chicken casserole. It's my grandma's recipe, and it tastes like grandma food. Yeah, and it's uh, delicious. Mm-hmm. I think I probably talked about this casserole on the podcast before. Yeah, we did the last time, but we made you made it differently this time. I did make it differently this time. I used some good uh, soup, and you know, like usually you're supposed to just use a can of cream of mushroom, but we got can of cream of. Uh, shiitake and crimini or whatever i don't know how to say that word i didn't look it has like two different mushrooms in it and we got the the stuffing mix that has all the different seasonings and herbs in it and it was like called savory herbs oh yeah savory herb but yeah yeah, we got that kind it's just like stovetop stuffing you mix that with two cans of cream of mushroom and then you shredded chicken. And this time, instead of using a rotisserie chicken, which I've only ever used in this recipe, I put three chicken breasts in the Instapot and seasoned the hell out of it with like rosemary and pepper and garlic salt and regular salt and a couple other little things. And then it was so good. Like it shredded. Holy shit, it was perfect. delicious. Just you talking about it, I want to go get like a helping. <laughs> yeah, and this time I used, um, usually I use Swiss cheese, but I used Monterey and triple cheddar. I've never made it with cheddar cheese before, and it was really good. I Bang liked it. In. It is so tasty. I ate every bite on my plate. We had the mm-hmm. potatoes that we love to make. I almost feel like there was almost too much chicken. Like the mm-hmm. pur- like the ratio of stuffing to chicken was like... Not even. 
well, usually I only put two chicken breasts in and then, uh, cause I'm like just deconstructing the rotisserie chicken, yeah. like right off the bone. So I'm just pulling meat off the bone and that. I thought that that would be like the equivalent of maybe like three chicken breasts, but clearly three was just a little bit too much. Maybe two and a half or two and a quarter. Yeah, I'd say two and a half. Two and a half would probably be the appropriate amount because then it would be a little bit more, I don't know, less (laughs) chicken-y. Super delicious. Seriously, I cannot praise it enough. We Uh, have mashed potatoes and corn. Yellow and white corn, which was different than what we usually get. It was really tasty. I used that last time I made the corn casserole and I thought it was really good. But this time I didn't make that. I just served it on the side and it was equally delicious. Do you guys want to go start the cookies? Is that a thing (laughs) right now? I just realized we have those. Is it Uh, too late? We made, well, we made dessert tonight. Yeah. We made a a cherry crisp. Yeah. And we We bought... Yeah, the problem was is uh, there's some problems. There's always some fucking problems. It's like never easy, man. We've been working really hard lately, so it was such a long day. We forget such things. a long month and year. It's been a long day. So yeah, I was tired and I fucked up my dessert, but it all worked out for the best, I think. Yeah, it was it delicious. Good. Yeah, I mean, it could have been better, but the problem was, (laughs) so we we were at the store and we got all excited that we were going to get this boxed cherry crisp mix, because I was like, oh, it's already done. You just have to pour it on cherry pie filling, and we were at the store like a week or two ago and bought what we thought was cherry pie filling, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so we're like, okay, this will be perfect, so we get back making this cherry crisp, and... The box, she looks at it and realizes that it has non-fat dry milk in it, and she can't have that because it'll upset her stomach. Death. Yeah, and we don't need that. Insta-poison. I'm like, motherfucker, all right, let's just make our own thing. We have oats, we have brown sugar, we have all sorts of yummy things that we can do. We have butter, like, let's make our own crisp. So, we go to do it, and we open the can of cherries, and it's not cherry pie filling, but it is, like cherries in high like heavy syrup mm-hmm. so we thought all right well let's just put more oats and flour to compensate for the extra liquid and then maybe it'll you know crisp up and won't just be like oatmeal like cherry oatmeal which would not be the worst thing either you know still a win still mm-hmm. a win so i'm mixing this uh shit up i put in I didn't put in any salt. I should have put in salt. That was dumb. Oh, yeah. Damn. Another mistake. I'm just thinking about it right now. (sighs) It's like, damn, I didn't put any salt in. I should have. I put in some oats. I put in some extra oats. I put in all the brown sugar we had, which was probably not enough. Not enough. No. We didn't have enough brown sugar. So I had to put in like regular, regular like white granulated sugar, mm-hmm. which was fine. You I just suppose. chopped kitchen the fuck out of this. I had to chop kitchen it, yeah. And then I put it in the oven, and it smelled beautiful. I put cinnamon, I put nutmeg in it, I mixed it all up, I put melted butter in it, poured it over the cherries, put it in the oven at three fifty, put it in for thirty minutes. Six minutes before it's supposed to go off, I was like. <gasps> I didn't put any flour in it. <laughs> and flour is like the one ingredient it needs to like become a crisp. The most. Yep. You know? So I'm thinking, shit. Oh no, that's embarrassing. So then I told you guys what happened. I went and checked it. And I'm looking at it. I was like, yep, that's going to be cherry oatmeal. And it was like, it looked like it was turning into like cherry jelly and Honestly, it was really good. I thought it was delicious. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really good. I wasn't like mad at it. My stomach is telling me right now. It's like, hey, bro, you totally overate. Good job. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. My stomach's telling me that I want to serve it uh, over ice cream. Oh, mm. delicious. Do we have a guest cat at the door? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, I don't know if they're picking that up on the microphone. She always makes an ex- but, appearance. Um, yeah, so we are foodies watching movies. I think maybe we should transition into some film talk. Or Yeah, so know. I finally made you guys, I put my foot down and I declared that I wanted to watch this movie that I hadn't seen in a really long time. It was one of my favorite movies growing up. I saw it when I was 
way too young to see it in hindsight <laughs> makes a lot of sense after <laughs> watching this movie i'm thinking about it i'm like oh man that makes a lot of sense uh, it's all coming together <laughs> but yeah i decided that tonight was the night that we watched the road to wellville which is one of my favorite movies it's like a um what year is that movie from 94 1994 it stars matthew it's like got a great cast an all-star 90s perfect cast bridget fonda which i said i can't take seriously ever since like placid Mm -hmm. uh john cusack whom i love and like everything that he's in anthony hopkins was insane he was in this movie he was just Amazing, and Dana Carvey's in this movie too. Also he is insane. like the show stealer of the movie. I think. Yeah, he's the best part of the movie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what was her name? Laura. Laura Flynn Boyle. Yeah. yeah. She who is also in Wayne's World with Dana Carvey. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Psycho oh, yeah. hose beast man. Psycho hose beast. <laughs> it's a gun rack. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, oh, no, I can't. Tangent City. It's okay. Yeah. You can tangent into Wayne's World Talk. Right? That's acceptable. No, it won't <laughs> stop. No, but this movie came out like around, yeah, it was like 94, like you said. And it was um, about, it's a period piece that uh, takes place at Harvey Kellogg's Sanitarium in Battle Creek, Michigan. Now, I will yeah. say, I looked it up. The story is a fictionalization of the events. Like, it's like a kind of like a over A dramatiz- yeah, yeah. A dramatization, mm-hmm. yeah. But um, it is got some truth, some truth to it. It's based in what happened. And like, it's also yeah. uh, based off of a novel. It was a novel first. Right. Like, purely this is a story of fiction, but it's has real people and, like, situations in it, you know, mm. you know, that are referenced and whatnot but But, go ahead it's just like one of those really surreal absurd silly dark like like dramedies but Mm -hmm. it's it sticks with you i'll say that what did you guys think of it Hmm. sarah do you want to go first you want me to oh you can go ahead I i quite frankly loved the movie I thought for a, peri- a period piece, it was very well done. The music was throughout very whimsical, which changes mm-hmm. the tone of the seriousness and the severity of some of the tones and the situations that are happening during the movie, mm-hmm. which I really appreciated. Like there are some moments where it's just really intense and it could feel really tense. And then there's like, and you're just like, whoa, okay. It's super happy. Now I guess People I'm- playing kazoos. Yeah. You know, and you're just like, what the hell? But it kind of is also a peeling back of the curtain of that time and the repression that so many people felt and how that repression was used in a lot of gross ways against them. Mm-hmm. And that stuff really did happen and, and not maybe not necessarily to all the extremes in that movie. but Right, but people were really into the whole... Uh like sense of self-care and health like the health food craze took over during this time period and people just wanted to like take care of their bodies and everybody wanted to make money off of it and that's like an interesting subplot of this movie as well is while they're you know you're getting the story of what's happening to these characters that are going to the sanitarium to get well and renew their health and all of these insane contraptions and you know ways like you know whatever um but then there's also like i said the subplot where this other character that the main characters had met on a train on the way to this town he's trying to open this breakfast food company and uh that's john cusack's character and he's like kind of turning into like a swindler in a way Mm -hmm. he gets kind of swindled by his partner and business deals go bad and he ends up teaming up with Mr. Kellogg's son. And he gets a little grimy. Yeah, it's a great movie. I would mm-hmm. highly recommend this movie if you want some 90s nostalgia. Like, it, it feels like you're watching a movie from 1994 when you're watching it. Everything's intentional. Everything, like, it had a good budget. It had a good cast. It was a good movie. I mm-hmm. agree. It's weird. Fully. I think it could actually 
somehow, I don't know how, but it could unseat one of the ones on my top 25 to make it onto my list. It was like, it does stick with you. <laughs> you think about the whole movie and there's so many different ridiculous moments, a few one word, you know, uh, word association, milk bath comes to mind <laughs> that's a really awkward scene and then like the um you know the uh attempted uh making of the of the cereal brand and them eating 22 different uh you know corn prototype cornflakes that yeah. are all disgusting and even the pigs won't fucking eat them you know mm-hmm. like those kind of little things just were silly but it was so well done it's just like and there's so many enemas oh god <laughs> gross he just keeps getting it poke matthew poor matthew broderick yeah, yeah I was he, thinking, he was mm-hmm. the uh the real mvp of this movie Jeez, he made man. it out alive yeah <laughs> barely able to sit down by the time that movie's done for him yeah He's but there like, was so many like weird doctory shit going on back then you know that people were just jumping on the bandwagon to try. There were also, and I and I kind of loved the delirium of it because it's really a, an insight to Matthew Broderick character's headspace when he's at the at Wellville, as it were, mm-hmm. at the Battle Creek Sanitarium. Um, he just sees all the titties. He's all about them titties. Yeah, he's and just like, losing his mind. He's hallucinating mm-hmm. every woman's tits in every situation. Mm-hmm. He's like. Oh, whoa, what, what's what's happening? I'm very confused. It's a really weird movie. <laughs> it, 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 and I think that I probably saw it when I was too young to see this movie. Wow. But <laughs> it is what it is. What did you think of it, Sarah? Oh, I liked it. I liked it. I thought you would like it. Yeah. Yeah, I really like the costumes. I like the music. I really want to know what uh, that what we're calling a kazoo that they were using in the music. I want to know what that was. I want to find out. You had said that you might have thought that it was just the mouthpiece of the trumpet being blown through. Or, yeah, that's you know, something what I like think. That. That's what I thought it was, but uh, I, yeah, I'm uncertain. My my gut instincts tell me it's them playing the mouthpieces, but huh. yeah, I, I don't know. They had a great a great score. Like the mm-hmm. music was wonderful in this movie. Yeah. Like Nate had said in the movie while we were talking about, he's like, man, if they would have like a horror theme soundtrack mm-hmm. going on behind it it would be in a totally different movie <laughs> yeah because right? it has some really dark themes that you aren't really highlighted because the score is so like goofy yeah you kind of like get pushed bump- through it's like the bumbling story along that, like, exactly mm-hmm. it's like the drunkle your bum, drunk bum, uncle bum, just bum, like kind of stuff hey bum, guys i'm stumbling into the place to come to tell the story yeah you know? it was a good one um i'm so glad that i made you guys finally watch it i dug it i dug it quite a bit uh I, one thing i want to say is matthew broderick in the 90s was like just saying superhero gold how did they not put a suit on him in the 90s did you see how ripped and tony looked like jesus <laughs> he's not that now he's obviously like in his 50s he's probably like kind of not quite as great a shape but may, who, maybe i don't know who knows i haven't but seen matthew broderick in a while he did like a commercial that was like teasing ferris bueller too but it never was really a thing obviously yeah it was like a super bowl thing right yeah exactly I vaguely remember that mm-hmm. and he, he doesn't look is he as... still married to sarah jessica parker use mm-hmm. your phone mm-hmm. google i don't have my thing. phone oh. it died my phone's been dead for a I'll while i'll pull it up right now i well. guess i don't really need to know but i kind of need to know yeah you need to know don't lie <laughs> Uh, SJP. We should talk about. Can we kind of, we there is listen. I, la, one last thing that we can discuss before we get on here because it is food based. Can we at least talk about how we played with Max Sabbath? Like they're a food based band. That's hysterical. <laughs> yeah. That their whole gimmick is like ridiculous up to like three million. It's like the Misfats, but you know, turned on its head as it were. Yeah, it was a fun show. It was interesting. I I liked the fact that they had changed the words to be about food. <laughs> and their grill. I could appreciate that. Yeah, their stage show was pretty fun. Like they were he was flipping uh burgers on mm-hmm. stage and ketchup the ketchup and, bottles yeah. with filled with water that he was spraying on people it was gross, but everybody loved it. Yeah, he had <laughs> a few like clown tricks, you know, like he would pretend to just like I forgot what he was he doing. Poured he poured a pouring full something. PBR into his yeah. bucket, and then he went to throw it on the crowd, but it was, it was actually all confetti. confetti. Yeah. yeah. 
That was funny. That was funny. Clown I, tricks. And they had, uh, their drums were, uh, looked like burgers. They were beautiful, I too. Know. They were one of those the SJC drums. It was pretty cool. Oh, yes. man, they were gorgeous. Every single drum, each tom, the bass drum, everything was a different menu item yeah. on <laughs> the menu for McDonald's. So the first yeah. tom was the, was the um, filet of fish, and the second tom was a double cheeseburger, the bass drum was a Big Mac, and then the floor tom was a double quarter pounder with cheese. That's hysterical. Uh, also, we... Matthew Broderick is 57. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Okay, continue. continue. Let's go back to the, talking about the <laughs> Slayer Is he still McCheese. married to SJP? You never said, did you? Uh, personal life. I need to know. Hmm. <laughs> it seems that they are still together. Well, how about that? Yeah. But here's a picture of him in 2009, if you need to see him getting up there. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. 10 years yeah. old yeah. now, so he's 10 years older from this pic. Yep, yep, yep. Damn. Hmm. That's interesting. That reminds me of a conversation I had with my son the other day. We were talking about Brendan Fraser, because I... Th- Oh, God, why were we talking about Brendan Fraser? Oh, I remember we were watching this movie and he had a cameo in it when he was younger, like a when he was probably like in his twenties before he did anything else. You it was know? just like a small. It was like right blip. before he did George of the Jungle. So yeah, I think this movie came out in probably like ninety five. And um, he's like, "Hey, it's George of the Jungle," and I was like, "Hey, it is Brendan Fraser. How about that?" And then he's like, what does he look like in real life? And I was like, oh, man, I don't want to show him. Okay. And he's like, I bet he's really handsome. And I was like, yeah, he's really handsome. So I Googled um, Brendan Fraser 1999 images and showed him. And it was like him, you know, with his mummy haircut, all like handsome and suave Mm -hmm. and built and stuff. He's like, oh, see, I told you, he's still handsome. I'm like, yep, he looks great. <laughs> Aw, you didn't crush the dream for him. Well, I don't really know what he looks like now. You know, I just know that he, you know, is older and... He just ready. did Doom Patrol. I haven't seen him in that or in what You'll that. love it. I only I watched the it. pilot. Yeah, maybe I just wanted to shield myself from it as well. So we looked up 1999 Brendan and Fraser. <laughs> I love that Oliver likes him. It's so mm-hmm. funny. <laughs> for- <laughs> Brendan Fraser now. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. So not that bad. He just put on a little weight. He's, That's all right. He getting up there though. He's not young anymore. He's uh, let's see. I just had it. He is. Man, I feel like an asshole now. Fifty. <laughs> talking about Brendan Fraser's look. He's fifty. <laughs> no, we're not talking mean about his look. It's, it's just interesting because these are our actors that we grew up with in our childhood, you know. Right. And that defined our love for cinema in a lot of ways. I mean, you look at somebody like. Michael Myers, same thing, man. He's he's getting up there. Adam Sandler, they're they're not they're mm-hmm. not gonna stay young forever, you know. But it's cool to like look at their career and be like, man, Jim Carrey is just as suave and as crazy now in his sixties as he was in his twenties. Yeah. You, you know? know what's weird about that though is like all of these people that were like great actors that we loved when we were kids, <clears throat> um, because they're older. Like, I feel like, um. Oh, man, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> you were, we were talking about actors aging, so I don't know if that will jog you at all. If not, it's okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we were talking about. I was talking about Ollie, and I feel like he doesn't have any actors that he like knows their names and like looks up to as like specifically likes their movies, unless it's like movies that I've showed him that I liked when I was little. So it was weird like having to look up old school pictures of Brendan Fraser as opposed to like 2019 cuz he wouldn't be like that's not him, you know. <laughs> no, it is, buddy, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, but I totally understand that, you know. Uh all in all, I want to just go back quickly to Road to Wellville and say that I would give it like a th- 4.25 out of 5 stars. If I'm rating it, it was it was really enjoyable. It was fun to watch. The story wasn't boring. I thought Anthony Hopkins killed it. Yeah, it had His, good pacing. It was well made. It was yeah, a good movie. I I still I stand by the fact that I think Dana Dana Carvey he stole the show across the board. 
and played such a different role, especially in that time. Like, think about 94 for him. Mm -hmm. For him to kind of play that CD, not what you're expecting character, and then that character's whole backstory is just like... Yeah, it's some dark shit. You know, it is totally fucking dark and demented and, like... But I think you come away from the movie feeling satisfied and amused. Totally. And then there's just, like, the... Like I said, there's the pinches of ridiculousness over and over again throughout the movie that make it for me. That are just, like... Well, it's like he's throwing boxes, sir. Empty boxes? No, it's it's the cornflakes, essentially. And he's like, oh, yeah? Yeah, used ones. Used ones? Mm-hmm. Sir, he's found the, la- la- the, the laboratory. The latrines. Latrines, yeah, the latrines. <laughs> he just didn't get it. He's throwing shit at the guests. Oh... <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> Again. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were gonna get it in there. That's funny. I was waiting. Call the on. fire department. This one's out of control. Oh, it's always appropriate. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. funny. Uh, All right, folks. I well, think this is a good like prep for our upcoming '90s bracket conversations we'll so be having. We've got mm-hmm. what we're going. We're kind of extending the season out a little bit because we want to make sure something really special happened. AP and Liz got to go on their honeymoon in Africa. They also learned how to cook African cuisine. And they want to cook that for us and give us that experience here and see how we like it. That's so cool. I can't wait. Same. Absolutely. I'm like super fucking excited. We've been trying to plan it and things keep kind of just like almost coalescing and then kind of falling apart a little bit. But we're going to get it locked down. That's again, we're that's why we plan to extend this season out Mm -hmm. at least one additional episode to make sure we get that in. And then it's 90s Bracket City and it is on till the Mm -hmm. break of dawn. I'm going to try to, you know, I kind of have decided to. Because I'm sure there's going to be a large list of animated movies and there's a large, large list of comedies, dramas, and horrors and all that. I think I am going to try to maybe keep them categorized once we figure out the, the 64, you know, teams or te- teams, as it were, in our <laughs> March in our late. Uh, yeah, because like we need to decide. Like we're trying to decide the ultimate '90s movie, right? Correct. Like we did last season with the '80s. Correct. Mm-hmm. So we kind of have to be all inclusive with our genres. Correct. So yeah. I get what you're saying. There could be stuff that kind of is like genre bled that where would you put it? But I think if it's like a high enough rated movie, it's not going to matter. You know, it's going to transcend. We'll see what happens. I can't wait to see <laughs> And what we're happens. open to suggestions. If anybody out there has an opinion on what 90s movies need to be made on these, made on the lists, let yeah. us know. I think we want, we want to slash and also are planning on... Um, putting some sort of poll up or something on the yeah, foodies yeah. page. Yeah, we talked about doing a poll on, on Facebook, on the Foodies Facebook page. Giving people an opportunity to share their voice and say, these are the 90s movies I love, damn it. Put them on your list. Yeah, yeah. And we're going we're <laughs> to figure it out. But um, before we get out of here, folks, you can always check out Foodies Watching Movies every other Wednesday right here on the Journey Into Comics Network at journeyintocomics.com. Get us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, Spotify, CastBox, TuneIn, and many others. Just search Journey Into Comics Network. Hey Alexa, play Journey Into Comics Network, because that actually works. And you can also do it for Google. Hey Google, play Journey Into Comics Network. Now that I've got all your machines playing our episodes and your house <laughs> is freaking the fuck out, go to Patreon.com and give us a dollar to shut that shit off. For exclusive content and early access, go to Patreon.com backslash Journey Into Comics. And uh, we hope to see you guys there. Sarah, Veronica, thank you both so much for joining me on Season 3, Episode 23 of Foodies Watching Movies, the two-year anniversary of the Journey into Comics Network. Yay! I have been (laughs) Nate. I'm Veronica. Sarah. We will see you folks later. Eat fearless.